back with Vershawn Jackson, powered by Bauer, on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to The Ticket. We are powered by Bauer. Bauer. Infrastructure. Bauer. Underground. Red. Excavating. All right. Shout out to the Bauer guys <laughs> out there working hard today. Now, this next topic we want to talk about. Oh, let me get my little black shirt book. <laughs> I wrote it down on some mail, though. I was reading it when I was at home earlier. Now, what we're going to talk about now is the top five coaches who would never win a national title. I got this out of some article I was reading on the phone, Bach, and um, I'm not going to go down their list. I'm going to go work my way from the bottom up. Oh, okay. So, this is a, this this one right here is it's kind of funny. Now, the list for this one is Jim Harbaugh. Hmm, wow. Michigan coach. And they they fought his age because he's 60 right now. And and, and what I said is don't forget Coach Osborne age. Mm. Because I think Coach Osborne was probably 60 when he won it. But Michigan has, as, as, as the last two years, Michigan has played the best football I think that Michigan can play. You know, they, they've been in the national title games. What, was they in the last two years? Uh, the playoffs the last two years, not yeah. quite the title game. Losing well, in the yeah, semifinals, well, yeah. You know, as long as you're there. You know, yeah. he, he's right there. Big 10 champs. Back yeah, back. so, and, and you know, I, I, I think that they got to take that big step. You know, I think that if they can get to that national title game, maybe they can play a little bit better instead of getting put out in the semifinals. So, you know, I don't I don't know about this one. What you think about this one? Well, I like I like it, first of all, because, I mean, you, you kind of there's a lot of names you could throw out there that won't win a national title and not gain a whole lot of response. But when you say Harbaugh, that obviously makes you kind of think about it because he's right there. Um, you know, to say that now when he's closest than he's ever been – uh, is really interesting. I think it, it kind of pairs with the question of how long do you expect Michigan to be at to- at the top of the Big Ten? Um, will you know if they if they fall a little bit this year and Ohio State reclaims that spot, can they bounce back, or is this kind of the the years that they needed to take advantage and didn't quite quite do it? Um, I don't know. I mean, that's that's a really good one. I I, I think that it, it's hard to say that he won't. Uh, win one. I don't necessarily see him going anywhere else. So will Michigan win one? They're keeping in mind, they've only won one uh, in well half of one in 1997. Uh, you know, since like the 60s or before that. Um, so it's it, it very well could be true. I I, I like I, if I had to bet on it, I suppose I would probably bet against it. I, I always think of him as one of the best coaches, but not the best coach. And you don't always see the best coach to win the national title. Um, I don't know. Maybe a special quarterback could get it done for him. I, but that that's intriguing. That's a yeah. good. That's a good name. Yeah, that's a good name. Um, here's my thing. You know, with I see a lot of people got Ohio State winning the conference this year. Mm-hmm. You know, um, well they well they're ten and one. Michigan ten and one, and and I think they had Penn State ten and one. So that'd be a funny thing. But you know, if if, if playing in the regular season is not a problem for Michigan, you know, it's it's the playoffs time where they don't live up. 
to that hype. You know, I think last year they got beat by TCU. Yeah. So, and, and a, you know. That, a great game. The great game. I think it was a game they should have won. Yeah. I mean, if they had some healthy guys like um, the, the running. Corm, yeah. yeah, they had the running back. I think they probably would have solidified that a more, more of a more of a victory instead of a loss. But, you know, it's the little things that probably stopping them. So, if they can learn with the little things about keeping players healthy or – you know, like you said, find that special quarterback. You know that can that can lead them more on the field, like running and and, and things like that. Because there's nothing wrong with the quarterback they had last year. He could have did a lot of stuff better, but they still went undefeated. So yeah. you know, you can't you really can't take anything away from a eleven and one team. Were you really? I, I I remember you know coming out of that Michigan game too that Nebraska played and Michigan thoroughly dominated. Never, Nebraska never had a chance. But at the same time, you came away from – at least I did, and and a few people I talked to came away with them thinking, like, they feel really good, but they don't feel quite next-level, like, dominant, like Ohio State does at times when they beat you. Um, There's been games when Nebraska's went out there, college game day, you think about 2018, and you're on the field for five minutes with them, and you go, this is a mismatch. This is not (laughs) – you know, in Michigan, again, they do – they feel they're – they're more of the the power lean on you, get you tired for the fourth quarter type of uh, type of deal, and maybe so that doesn't doesn't necessarily wow you. Um, but I think that they're I think that that's part of the the reason why there are still people that are having trouble giving the conference to Michigan over Ohio State, uh, you know, in their predictions or just in their mind space um, because <clears throat> because they're not you know overwhelming like that. All right, so that's number five guy. Gonna scratch him off. Yeah. Number like I said, we could take about, we take talking about that one for like oh, thirty yeah. minutes. Oh yeah, you can talk about it. <laughs> hey, we could we could add coaches to this, so <laughs> yeah. you know. But we're gonna we're gonna go with their original five first. Yeah. So number four from the SEC, Lane Kiffman. Hmm. I think that's probably correct. You know, um, I don't see uh, Ole Miss or wherever he's at. I don't see them probably ever going to a national title game. <laughs> uh, they started off pretty good last year. I think they was eight and zero. Yeah. Uh, lost the last. Ended really bad. Yeah, ended real bad. Like probably three, four straight losses. But yeah. I think they probably got this one correct on this list. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. That's a guy that's had his shot at Tennessee, USC, and now Ole Miss uh, in the SEC. Still very, you know, relatively young, I should say. He was very young when he took over. Now he's he's getting near 50 years old, but, you th- you know, 48 for what it's worth. Uh, and he's got a, a few more. Uh, so he's got a lot, of, a lot of time left. And being in the SEC, had a chance maybe to take the Auburn job. Maybe you would think of that as a higher ceiling than Ole Miss. But he believes... And what he's got going at Ole Miss, I don't think he'd get it done at Ole Miss, uh, honestly. I, I, and I don't think that's necessarily his, his retirement spot. But I do think it's interesting that he chose to stay at Ole Miss over Auburn. I actually think, you know, because of his age, because of that connection to Alabama, um, you know, if he can kind of keep his name up there by the time Nick Saban retires, he could be the successor there. So hmm. I, I could see Lane Kiffin uh, winning. All right, where's well, he off this I'd, list I'd, right I'd, here? Yeah, he's still on, on this list. He's on that but, list. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, all right, number three, Pac-10 guy. Who you think? Pac-10. Uh, well, Pac-12. Pac-12. <laughs> Pac-12. Um, the Pac-8, they're getting smaller. <laughs> yeah, yeah. who knows what it's going to be at any moment here. They could lose a few teams. Um, so I'm trying to think of somebody that would be kind of even in the conversation. Well, I can tell you what, they're, they're coming here. They're coming okay. to the Big Ten. Okay. Uh, is it Lincoln Riley? Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I kind of agree with this. I, I don't 
I don't see UCLA being probably the – I would put them in the top five or six in the Big Ten coming when they come in, but I don't see them beating the Big Three. Mm. You know, I, I, I see them as a – as a below Penn State type of team, probably equal to Nebraska if we get the thing, get the ball rolling right. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he he had. I, mean, I guess I suppose he's put together two good seasons at UCLA, um, but they were they were kind of they they kind of did a similar thing last year where they were one of the teams, one of the undefeated teams. Yeah. Until re- late in the season, they ended up nine and four, which is good, not great. Uh, eight and four the year before that. So he's turned it around enough at UCLA uh, that he's not fired because he was, you know, at a time certainly on the hot seat as much as Frost was because he went three and nine, four and eight and three and four his first years at UCLA. You know, I think he's a good fit for the West Coast. Um, you know, his offense isn't as innovative as it used to be. I think his time has passed him. I think his chance to win the championship, of course, was with Oregon back in the days. Yeah. Um, and that's when his offense was innovative. It was tough you know everybody was trying to copycat it and uh you know now those days are kind of past him so yeah i think i I think he's probably past especially is this the same chip kelly that went to the falcons uh yeah well he went to the nfl did he go to the Atlanta falcons he went to the eagles Eagles. he went to the niners i'm trying to think who was the one that ran out on the falcons that time (laughs) that was uh that was the ucla coach too jim mora oh yeah jim mora jr yeah okay he was there but Okay, we're not gonna worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, this is number two. Now, I, 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 this guy is young, but I think he got <laughs> thirty more years of coaching. <laughs> so I, I'm gonna disagree with them mm-hmm. on this one. Uh, the coach they have is Marcus Freeman. Huh. That's uh, yeah. That's that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. To go after Marcus Freeman, who doesn't has what has one year of head coaching experience. Yeah, and that's why I don't like it because this is a, a young African American coach who, 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 who was handed down the job at Notre Dame, um, and and I feel that he can get kids because he can relate to them, and for kids, you know, especially minority kids, to see him as a young professional at that age, that they would relate to him more, and and you know, and, and it's Notre Dame. Why yeah. not? You know, it's not like he's at at um, Sacramento State or somewhere. He's at yeah. he's at one of the top schools who get more exposure than the number one team in the nation does because Notre Dame is on TV every week. Yeah. You know, they got a luxury contract with – what's that with, CBS? Uh, NBC. NBC. Yeah. I mean, they're on – I mean, don't too many teams play on NBC. No. So Well, they will know, now. The Big Ten's going to start playing. The Big Ten, now, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so when we come back. Well, no, you go. You got anything on? I'll, that? I'll add a little bit when we come back. We can get to break it for So when we get back, we're gonna be number one. Yeah, college football team that won't coach who won't win an national championship. Take us out, Bob. All right, you're listening to the captain here on 93.7 The Ticket. We'll be right back after this break. <laughs> 